Okay, the time is 6 p.m. I now call this meeting in order. This meeting is being held as a connected meeting in accordance with the special procedures during declared disasters. And I'll ask the recording secretary to take the roll call. Chair Basner? Present. Vice Chair Lang? Present. Board Member Evans? Present. Board Member Ashburn? Present. Board Member Borgelt? Present. Board Member Gould? Present. Board Member Plusinski? Present. Castle Rock Historical Society and Museum Liaison Ron Clausen? Town Council Liaison Council Member LaFleur? Here. Staff in attendance Brad Boland? Present. Uh, Matt Gould? And myself, Abigail Nichols. Thank you. Thank you. All members of the board are present or participating electronically. Thank you, everybody, for making it this evening. Uh, Mr. Boland, has this meeting been uh, meeting and agenda been noticed in accordance with the open meetings laws? It has. Thank you, sir. Uh, meetings from the October 4th, 2023 board meeting have been distributed to the board. If there are no changes, additions, or deletions to the minutes, a motion to accept the minutes as presented will be accepted. Do we have a motion? I'll I make move a motion the minutes to accept. be approved. Okay, uh, moved by Ms. Evans. Uh, Mr. Lang, do you want to second that? Sure, I'll second it. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, if we could have a roll call vote, please. Chair Basner? Aye. Vice Chair Lang? Aye. Board Member Evans? Aye. Board Member Ashburn? Aye. Board Member Borgelt? Abstain. Board Member Gould? Aye. Board Member Plusinski? Aye. Thank you. Okay, moved six to zero with one abstaining. Thank you, everyone. Um, the board will now hear updates from town council liaison, council member LaFleur. Thank you, chair, no update tonight. It's very cold outside. <laughs> I, I have a question, Desiree. Sure. Um, in the minutes, it mentions that the town council is pursuing pursuing acquisition of almost 700 acres of Lost Canyon open space. Is there any update on that? Uh, no, just that we're still, still. pushing forward. Okay. Yeah, on, on that acquisition. So, okay. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah, of course. If I, and as soon as I hear anything, I can update you guys. Yep. Thank you, ma'am. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on, we have our public hearing item. HPB 2023-021 Cantrell School 213 Cantrell. Local landmark designation. The board must evaluate this proposal under criteria established under the municipal code as summarized in the staff report. The board will hear from staff, applicant, which is staff, <laughs> and all of the public that's here. Uh, does any board member have conflict of interest or any other matter he or she would like to disclose prior to proceeding on this item? Okay, I'm seeing shaking of nose online as well, so um, I'm going to skip the whole public comment since there is nobody. And uh, Mr. Boland, if you don't mind, uh, give us your, your uh, presentation, please. All right. So this evening we are here for the Cantrell School Local Landmark Designation. The um, Cantrell School is located uh, on a full uh, city block between North Cantrell and North Lewis and 3rd Street and 4th Street. Um, 
some just quick little history on this property. It was built in 1897, um, and it played a very important role in the expansion of education in Douglas County. It's a two-story Italian villa-style building with a three-story bell tower, and it operated as a school. It kind of morphed over the years as the needs of uh, Douglas County uh, School District changed over time until 1984, and then it was used uh, for Douglas County School District offices and some, um, I believe, some preschool activities. Um, when they did cease using it as exclusively as a school, uh, they went ahead and nationally landmarked uh, the property in 1984, which triggered it to be um, state landmarked too. Uh, the Castle Rock Historic Preservation Ordinances did not come into effect in 1994, and so that's why it wasn't really landmarked at that time locally. And if you uh, recall, our ordinance requires that the property owner puts in an application. We don't allow third parties to do that. So the school district, you know, for whatever reason, just chose not to per, uh, pursue a local landmark, uh, since probably since they figured it was nationally landmarked. Um, the town purchased the pro uh, property in May. Um, at, also at that time, we did an amendment to the national landmark where we uh, um, identified the um, history in regards to the history of uh, education in Douglas County and added that to the National Landmark um, documents. Um, here's just a photo of the building uh, a couple weeks ago. Overall, the building's in pretty good condition, but it does need some TLC, and so that's kind of one of the reasons why we're uh, choosing to put it as a local landmark is we are planning to go out for various state grants uh, to do some rehabilitation works, and we just want all, all our ducks in the row and don't want to have to ask questions on, well, why is it not locally landmarked if you own it? So that's one of the reasons why we're, we're pursuing that. And it also, it just um, signifies our the town's commitment to preserving this building, too. When we look at um, a property for local landmark, um, we're looking at its significance and its historic integrity. Um, we look for, it needs to meet two of these items for significance and one item for historic integrity. Um, in, order, in regards to significance, we identified that it fits B, C, D, and F. So it played a huge role in the education um, in Douglas County. It is a historically um, representative architecture of that era. It uses the rhyolite rock, which is, plays a huge role in you know, the heritage of uh, Castle Rock and it is over 50 years in age. Um, in regards to historic integrity, um, you know, staff analyzed it, and it, we find that it meets all of those. Um, it's in the same location, the form of the building is the same, you know, the materials you can still see, the rhyolite, it's in pretty good shape, and really the Craig and Gould is a his, kind of a, our historic neighborhood, it's kind of stayed the same as a you know, single family neighborhood, so the setting, the feeling, has kind of remained the same um, throughout time. So per uh, staff's recommendation, uh, we recommend that this is locally landmarked, and I do have some uh, motions for you if, for your consideration. And I'm happy to answer any questions, and we do have Matt Goal, who's been spearheading uh, the acquisition and the renovations here tonight. I'd, I'd just like to disclose that uh, my company, uh, outside of this board, has been uh, working with the town and putting proposals together for the Cantrail building. So I just wanted to disclose that. I don't know if 
what implications that may or may not have, but just want to let everybody know that working on, on both sides of it, of, uh, of yeah, wanting to, to do some sort of excuse yourself, yeah. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. which means I think you got to go in the other room. <laughs> yeah. 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 Perfect. Yep. And we'll come get you. Thank you for. Any, well, I guess I'll wait a minute. Um, Brad, on this school, were, were there any additions done on the school that are going to be taken down? I don't know if I have this right, but I thought there were some. Matt, do you want to come up and yeah. kind of give a little update? Yeah. Yep. At, at one point, that 1950s or 60s edition, yeah. I forget what, I, I'm just going off of vague memory here, so yeah, don't me quote me on years. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, was talked about as being possibly removed because it had really no historic significance or blended with the character. So, so the, the follow-on to that is if there are things that are to be removed, yep. um, does making this locally landmark affect any of that um, in, our in the decision-making process to remove things? Is, does it put up additional roadblocks or what is Well, we could always do it within our you know approval with conditions we could approve this in a way that would allow the town to remove that stuff if we wanted to and not sure. have it come before us again okay right yeah so we <laughs> so if we were to come in and to do a landmark alter alteration certificate um you would have the ability to decide if it should be removed or not um and we go through the interior you know the interior standards when we look at that and honestly if we're going out for grant funds we're going to have to follow those, you know, to the T. You know, they want to make sure that we're doing it correct. You know, if they're going to give us state or federal dollars, they're going to be looking at it just the same. So in a lot of ways, it doesn't really add any additional roadblocks that we would not be okay. um, receiving with state or federal funds. Okay. But okay. If, if this is on the national registry, we'll have to follow those guidelines as well. Right. So for national registry, um, it actually just points to our local our local ordinances so there's no specific um, national register um, regulations okay so it's, it's when you get federal funds then you start having to follow some different okay. things but okay. um, if you if you look at it um, they just point you back to the local local ordinances yeah but I think mr. Borgelt's comment is if we if you get those funds yes then we will have the town will have to follow said guidelines mm -hmm. I think is that that's where you're going right yeah that's where oh going. i apologize yes yep. yeah mr chair i have a couple questions please uh sure miss evans thank you um so my first question was um were there any comments at the um, neighborhood meetings that we should be aware of Thank you for reminding me of that. So we did have a uh, neighborhood meeting last week. We had one person attend and, attend and they had no questions. Okay. And, and then my second question is, um, since we're designating the building, does that include the um, entire block, um, the landscaped area and everything within the block? And I, I guess following along the earlier questions, does designation limit the ability to make updates or changes to um, the land surrounding the building. Yeah, so it, it would encompass the 
the whole property. If there was anything that you really wanted to specify on the property to identify as you know really significant, you'd have that ability to. Um, quite frankly, I don't really think there's anything on the grounds that really call for a special call out. Um, but no, it, you know, when we do landmark alteration certificates, um, we do have the ability to update historical buildings uh, for you know future uses. We, you know, it's just a matter of being sensitive to the context of the historical building. Thank you. So we'll go back to you, sir. I'm sorry. We, we kind of veered a, a couple of different directions there. So yeah, if you don't mind uh, addressing the, if the addition is going to be removed or not, that'd be great. Sure. No, that's a great question. And again, I'm Matt Goal. I'm special projects manager here at the town. Um, have been working very closely with the Cantrell property um, through the acquisition process. And at this point in time, we do not have any plans to remove that newer addition. Uh, that is something that may happen in the future, uh, but we are, I think, like many areas at this point, experiencing budget constraints and other things. So we are, uh, just as a brief update as well on the property, the Parks and Recreation Department has started programming at that site. They are doing some initial um, kind of cultural arts, like dance and um, theater type programming there with the idea of expanding that to art classes and pottery, those types of activities in the coming year. Um, to help accommodate that, we are planning some interior improvements to uh, really prioritize um, ADA accessibility. So we're looking at uh, restroom facilities and a lift are the primary components uh, that would allow us to activate more of the space from an accessible standpoint. Um, that does not make the entire facility accessible, um, but it is a step in the right direction on that side of things. So, um, so to answer the question right now, um, the answer is no, we're not planning anything immediately, um, but I think that discussion is still out there in the long term. Matt, will you update the board on the priorities with the restrooms and like the, you know, potentially looking at windows, things like that. There's some stuff that's kind of taking priority for the building to be seen. Certainly, in addition to the ADA access, <clears throat> excuse me, accessibility inside the building, we are looking at accessible pathways on the exterior of the building as well. And um, from a historic preservation standpoint, been working with Brad, um, looking at the windows. Um, the building does have some needs when it comes to the building envelope for uh, looking at things like soffits, windows, tuck pointing in, on the masonry, those types of things. So we wanna make sure that we're stopping any water intrusion, those types of things into the historic structure. So we are looking at asking for grant funding from the state for window rehabilitation in the coming year. Um, part of our challenge there is there is no central AC, so we have to balance out the use of window units and those types of things there as well. Uh, but we do hope to make some progress towards that window rehabilitation in the coming year as well. And 
and every one project seems to generate about three or four others, uh, as you can't look at HVAC without considering window units and also the ceiling heights and on and on through that. So we're trying to prioritize and do it in a way that makes the most sense and really maximize those grant funding dollars, assuming we get those. Welcome to owning a historic building, right? Yeah. Right. The joys that come with it. That's right. Does any board member have any other further comments or questions? Okay. Mr. Chair, I'd like to move that we recommend approval of the local landmark designation of the Cantrell School. Okay. We have a motion. Sure, and I'll second that. Okay. So, um, if we could have a roll call vote, please. Chair Basner. Aye. Vice Chair Lang. Aye. Board Member Evans. Aye. Board Member Ashburn. He's abstaining. Or oh. <laughs> uh, Board Member Borgout. Aye. Board Member Gould. Aye. Board Member Pusinski. Aye. Thank you. Thank On that you. note, you guys, I just want to remind the board about the uh, Board and Commission Appreciation Dinner at the Cantrell School Building on November 14th at 5 p.m. So if you haven't been up to it, it's a great opportunity to come see the building. Mark your calendars. So the motion is approved by a vote of six to zero with one abstaining. I unfortunately will be out of town and not able to make it. I know. So I expect a personal tour, Desi. Okay. Here we get Mr. Ashburn. Brad, thank you for your work on this. I think this is a fabulous project for the town. You're welcome. And I know Matt has actually been spearheaded and has done a tremendous amount of work on this building and will be continuing to do so. Well, thank you. Thank everyone that's been working on it. And, and Desi, even the council that approved the purchase, I, I think that it's just uh, a, a giant step for uh, our historic district and for this town and for the uh, variety of uses that it can be uh, put to so that's right thank you diane it's a a, leg, a legacy acquisition for sure for our community no question okay thank you all moving on we will now hear updates from the design review board um, Mr. Borgeld or Mr. Lang, do either of you have an update for us? There's no updates. Nope. No so meeting. Meetings have been canceled. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, that's easy. It's going to be quick. Mr. Clausen isn't present, so no no uh, museum liaison update unless somebody from Desi got anything for us on that? No? Okay. No, I think they pulled out of their uh, ghost tours. That was a, another huge success for the two years. Yeah, I ran into, yeah. I ran into her on... Uh, Friday for the kids yeah. trick-or-treat thing and she was telling me yeah, yeah. it was going yeah um, so we'll check quorum for upcoming meetings uh, we're gonna meet next month mr. Paul? it's looking like that okay so I don't have the date in front of me but uh, first December 6th yeah, yeah. so I work for everybody sitting at the diocese I'm good yeah I'm good okay. miss Evans mr. Gould yes Okay, so it looks like we'll have quorum for that. 
Um, does anybody else have anything further before we adjourn the meeting? Ms. Evans, Mr. Gould? No. Okay. Mr. Borgout? Mr. Ashman? Mr. Lang? We're good. Okay. Well, that's easy. The time is now 6.20. I move to adjourn the meeting. Do I hear a second? I'll second. Okay. Thank you. Moved by myself. Seconded by Mr. Borgelt. Roll call vote, please. Chair Basner? Aye. Vice Chair Lang? Aye. Board Member Evans? Aye. Board Member Ashburn? Aye. Board Member Borgelt? Aye. Board Member Gould? Aye. Board Member Klusinski? Aye. Thank you. Okay, moved by seven to zero. We are now adjourned. Thank you, everyone. Woohoo! See you later, sports fans. <laughs>